0: How's it going everyone? Hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world. And in this one today, um as you can tell I've been doing quite a few lives at the moment. moment. Uh I think this might be the third podcast just this in this in this one week, you know. Um definitely the third podcast in the, in a, maybe 10 days. Um, but sometimes I like to roll like that, you know. Sometimes I just get the inspiration to kind of like uh to I really get in the vibe of kind of doing them and sometimes I want to retreat a little bit and take a bit of time to to process things. But at the moment I've kind of i'm really in the in this uh, in the kind of the spin of things and uh I, and i've already got already got thinking back now after putting this one out i've already got a few other topics that i want to dive into as well I've, I've really been uncovering some deeper stuff in terms of like the the more esoteric and metaphysical stuff so i really want to kind of bring that to the surface very soon too but anyway and this one today as you can see by the title of this thing as always it goes super deep and i really wanted to kind of uh talk about the topic of um of the flat earth conversation and, and talk about why a lot of people get triggered about even just kind of uh, not even the fact of just believing it on it but just the fact of kind of entertaining the conversation uh, and this goes for many different topics as well but why m- many people can't do that you know and um, so i'll speak about why people can't do that and why people do get triggered I um, also wanted to speak about um the collapse of civilization you know and give my perspective on it and how i say that playing out and how from a practical level how personally in my own life how I've been moving certain things in my own life. So I speak about cryptocurrency. I speak speak about and um, practical things and and, and uh, new ways of modalities I've been looking into and how I've been what things I've been planning. So this one goes super deep, yeah, as always. You know, goes all over the place, and um, I know you'll like it. And if you can, as always, uh, check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page because they are really the two best forms to support this podcast and help this thing keep going. You know, as always, say like um. This is a homecrafted podcast, you know, it's a one man band and from time to time Laura comes in and helps and chimes in. Um so any help that I can get in terms of support and donations really allows me to keep doing this thing and gives me more time to keep producing and having these uh doing these streams, you know. So I really hope um you can kind of feel that in your heart if you're in a position where you can support the podcast. If you can it, I completely get it, it's absolutely fine. Just tell a friend about the podcast, you know, pass pass it on, you know. Um or send a positive thought um and just the fact that you're turning up is enough for me anyway but i love you all um uh, and enjoy this one how's it going everyone (sighs) just gonna make sure that i'm live uh sorry that i'm a little bit late i uh had a lot going on today, I've been preparing to, um, me and Laura is just about to kind of set off to Portugal, where we're going to start our off-grid journey. So I've been kind of, um, been loading the van, ready with all the kind of, all the tools and all the equipment and stuff ready to to go off-grid. So I've kind of been, had one of them days today where I've been uh, on the go non-stop kind of uh, preparing and getting everything ready for um, for when we go off-grid. So I hope the audio is working okay, and I hope everyone can hear is okay. Um, but yeah, like I said, I've uh, been making some plans on on terms of like how, what certain things that we, what sort of equipment we need, and um, and obviously trying to just make sure that we've got everything all planned ahead so that we can get get started straight away and uh, start creating our own reality, you know. And because uh, I think that's what it's all about, you know. It's kind of like actually taking action, you know um you know you have to obviously you can sp- speak about the solutions but you also have to c- kind of act upon them you know so i'm ready i'm excited now i'm ready to to get to get going and learn some new skills and test myself in terms of like grown food and um also uh you know working uh working on um working on building stuff and things like that so how's it going everyone how's it going CJ um yeah so can everyone see can everyone hear okay is the stream okay um some people are saying that they can't see Maybe they're saying that they can't see with their eyes, with the third eye. Who knows? Um. But if someone could just let us know in the comments that the the video is okay, because someone said that they can't see. Yeah, it's all okay. Cool. Um. But anyway, yeah. So in this one today, I wanted to just to dive in before I start interacting with you all. I've had a few different thoughts on my mind, mind because um after the last podcast I did, uh, where I, where I talked about kind of the 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 Vedic cosmology of the flat earth. Um, there was kind of a lot of different mixed perceptions on, on that topic, you know, and like people reacted in different ways and some people were triggered, for example. So I wanted to kind of like uh, attack uh, some thoughts I had behind that topic and, and why I feel like people, um, why people kind of, why it is painful for some people to kind of be open-minded and why it is very painful for some people to kind of be open-minded when it comes to the nature of this realm, you know, because it is very painful and I can understand why people kind of are not open and so rigid and and, and, are, and are so rigid in, in staying in the comfort of like believing what this place is. Because it's a lot easier to do that, you know. It shatters your reality. And I think many of us have obviously gone through that process and we're, we're still going through that process, but you have to be humble through that. And also I wanted to speak about the topic of how I, I believe that how more people are starting to realize that something doesn't add up in this reality that we that we're currently experiencing, you know. And the information that we're given doesn't hold up. Um, And more people are starting to be open and humble to kind of that this place could be something more. I also wanted to touch on as well. Um, just because like obviously I'm kind of very much right now in my life. I'm very much in that kind of perspective where, like I said before, like this morning I've been kind of like prepping the van, ready to go off grid, and like collecting all the different building tools and and things that 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 we need to kind of start like our little our little own community that we're doing. Um. And it's made it being making this thing about how how like right now on the planet's one of the most like there's so much potential now in terms of us as human beings gaining our sovereignty, and I wanted to kind of touch on some practical some practical moves in which I feel we uh, a lot of people can do, and I also wanted to speak about the topic of the Northern Lights as well because I've had um some thoughts around that too as well, but anyway after doing the last podcast. Um, I noticed that kind of a lot of people were getting triggered by the um, by the topic that I was speaking about and I think it's interesting because I think when it comes to kind of uh, disagreeing with NASA or you know the shape of the earth or the nature of reality, I think I, th- I think the reason why you get so many people who kind of are not willing to do- to go there and, and people who are not open to kind of, to, to to what if it's some something else is because it's extremely uncomfortable to do so you know I think it takes a lot of balls you know like for for um you know i even know my own my own condition that I've had to go through to even just speak about this topic like in the public domain you know and come under scrutin scrutiny and i know it, it's um and for many to kind of come out with that paradigm you know most people are not able to kind of you know move beyond the, the, that paradigm because of social shame. And I think when it comes to the flat earth argument, you know, I know know there's even certain flaws with that too. You know, I know there's even certain flaws with calling yourself and identifying as something, you know, identifying myself as a a flat earther. You know, that's why I'm always in that realm where I kind of try not to do that. You know, I try not to associate myself as the flat earther. You know, that's why I always say that I'm the truth seeker. You know, there's something much more kind of... um, important to doing so you know it's i think a lot of people in society are so easy to kind of like fix themselves through a belief system or an identity just so they can kind of fit in with a community um and i think that's probably a deeper emotional thing that a lot of people a wound that people have on emotional level but um like i said you know i think there is a lot of flaws when it comes to calling yourself a certain thing you know especially even like i said before a flat earther and I've the reason why i, I believe it's 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 even it's it's um I think why I believe it's kind of um, not right to do so is because it's actually really hard to prove to actually prove completely prove like what is the nature of this place, you know, and um, I think calling yourself um, a flat earther or or a round earth, you know, for me, it actually isn't the best thing to do, you know, but even though with that said, you know, I still generally do associate myself more with the kind of with the flat earth circles because um because i know how them people think you know and i know how they're operating but it's interesting because a lot of people in the area of flat earthers which i'm which is really interesting to me you know a lot of people a lot of them and i'm very and i'm the same as this you know they'll be the first people to tell you you know they don't know what this place is you know but they know what it's not and that's the difference you know they don't know what it is but they know what it's not you know Um, and they know that with, with, with what we're being told is a lie and i can completely understand that you know and i can understand why um why people think a certain way you know people think that we went to the moon you know people think that nasa would never lie to us you know because it's incredibly uncomfortable you know to kind of to stay humble and stay open-minded and uh you know and, and it's uncomfortable you know to kind of ask yourself you know where does this knowledge come from you know um, can i pull it apart can i digest it can, does it actually hold up you know when i do my own experiments or i feel into that information you know and a lot of time no it doesn't add up you know and when you actually look at it it's a joke um and obviously then someone would be like so if it's a joke um you know i don't want my life to be a joke my life's my life's not a joke is it um but your life's not a joke you know um it's just that you've been lied to and that's that's just the kind of the spells as you uncover the spells you start realizing that you have been you had you have had the wall pull over you pulled over your eyes you know you have had um you have been sheltered from the truth, you know, you have kind of been, the spells have gone deep, you know, Um, but it's interesting that because, you know, it it actually gets better, you know, like once you kind of unravel the spells and unravel the shackles, you know, people think it's more comfortable kind of staying in the known, but it's actually not, you know, because what happens is that once you kind of unshackle the kind of, the, the belief systems and you unshackle uh, the kind of the word of what other people think about you You become free in that, you know, and once you become free in it Something else happens and you're able to interact with reality in a completely different way And that's what's happened on my own journey is I've kind of untavered my own shackles And being able to kind of analyze these topics of flat earth or whatever whatever topic it is Enter these spaces with a with a complete freedom, you know, it gives you so much expansion and um, you know, a lot of people can't do that, you know, and that's why so many people get triggered. You know, it's like when you talk about the flat Earth or you talk about this other topic, it's like, how dare you? Like, look, look at it. Like, look at the look at the images. Look at the information we have from NASA. You know, and uh, people like kind of really get get like uh, get really triggered um in that process. You know, but I feel like what is happening with with a lot more people um on a kind of a, on a more collective level. You know, more people are starting to kind of go through that unraveling. You know, um, which, which many of us have started, which many of us have already gone through. You know these moments, but then moments at times can be very painful. You know, like many of us have gone through them moments where kind of like you, you you get a new piece of information or you or some or you see something you see beyond the spells, and it can be painful in your life. You know, and obviously a lot, many of us have gone through them moments, but more people are starting to do that. So I think that's why so many times people are in pain. You know, because it's interesting because a lot of the time when you kind of when you do share like a new alternative piece of information with someone you know in a, the way that you kind of when you present that information to them it hits off their it like the way that they react it's like they're in pain you know to some degree like because the information is like kind of triggering them so hard that it's triggering the belief systems that it, it causes this kind of like causal effect within the body where it causes them to like react through pain you know which is really interesting and i know as well like with like kind of all topics you know i know that in my own life there's. You know, I'm still know that there's loads of assumptions that I'm still kind of embodied in, you know. And I know that there's things that I haven't identified and things that I cannot see, you know. Um, but I think the difference is, is like is having a, um having an openness to be wrong. And I was thinking the uh, the, the, the few days ago, I was thinking about the topic of uh, of like um how you know how the spells go deep, and how we kind of like how how the world in which we live is always trying to intellectualize. Um, every single topic to us you know it's always trying to make something is it has something has to be rooted in, in, a, in a foundation or something has to be rooted in a, in a certain scientific model for it to be right or uh, in a certain way and it has to have all these different nuances to it there's you know it's very rare that you get a mind who can kind of like just go in re- and go into a space or go into a topic and remain humble and remain open-minded and be like you know I know this but this doesn't add up this is not right and um it's interesting because i was thinking about the theory of dark dark matter theory like the dark matter theory because it's very similar to to, to that you know when it comes to kind of like the theory of gravity um uh, um how that how the theory of gravity doesn't hold up you know to what kind of a witnessing in the sky and this dance around how kind of um how um in this dance around kind of like these topics of, of dark matter of kind of gravitational waves and gravity you know like these topics are up for debate you know there's not just one kind of like physicist there's not just like a collection of physicists who who all agree with the same theory you know um like this this debate's been up for grabs for quite some time now and um and it's interesting because um when when it's when when we really analyze it from like a from a higher mind and you look at like kind of these kind of um, models of reality that were given to you and we kind of grew up in a world where these models are constantly given to us at all times you know um, there's never really like kind of one kind of you know coherent model of the universe. You know we can see that it's it's always evolving, it's always changing. Um, I think the, I don't know if the live's gone off there. I just want to make sure it hasn't gone off. No, I think it's all right. Sometimes uh, I thought they I thought NASA was taking us down there with the government as I was trying going to talk about dark matter dark matter theory. Um, but what I was trying to say is um, it's like. The theory a lot of these theories are kind of different depending on what kind of physicist um, that you listen to or what kind of physicist is being bought off or how deep how deep within the system like a certain physicist physicist is, and it's interesting because I think um, when you know when when cha- when challenged when a physicist get does get challenged for example about for example um, dark matter or dark energy, um. Because it's interesting when it comes to the theory of dark matter. It's you know the, the reason why that theory is there is because they say that it's they, they call something dark dark matter because they say it, it's something that they can't see, and that's and that's they can't they can't see it or measure it, so they call it dark matter theory. And obviously the reason why they call it dark matter theory is because it creates it helps them create a coherent kind of model of reality. It fits the it fits the pieces of their model that doesn't work, so they just kind of make something up, to 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 from a, like a. Like an intellectual perspective, make you think like, oh well, that theory must be right, you know. But when it's challenged, um, you know, the reason why um, when what what physicists do say when they are challenged on the dark matter matter theory, you know, they say it exists because the theory wouldn't work otherwise. And that's what they actually say when they're actually challenged to say that the reason why this this adds up and why they can actually why they believe dark matter is real is because their theory wouldn't work otherwise and i'm and i'm actually not shitting you on that you know you can see interviews of physicists that's the answer that they actually say but it's interesting because um you know we we um we we've grew up in a in kind of a, a framework or a system whatever we want to call it where there's this kind of like uh, like a pyramid of stature uh, and i think we've been we've been trained to believe that that kind of you know your your thoughts or your opinions aren't valid if you don't kind of a teal of that statue you know if you haven't gone through kind of the academic like pyramid of pursuit you know and you haven't kind of worked your way up academically up that pyramid you know you kind of you know if you, you don't have kind of kind of kind of a, a true say you know you don't have a, like a say in, in, in in any form of community you know you just kind of kind of get um you kind of get pushed out of them circles and I think most of the time um a lot of these kind of academics because they've kind of like gone through the training wheels of like society you know they end up kind of like housing themselves in communities where they're in communities that kind of just completely reinforces their theories over and over again you know and if you kind of we've all recognized how in these kind of circles of, of academic pursuit the ones who are kind of like in the mainstream and things like that when when new kind of theories on new information is bring, brought forward and you bring something new to kind of the, the theory of, of whatever this place is, um. you know, you really have to kind of, you ha- when you when you come up with a new theory, theory, you have to have something kind of, um, something very similar to what you already have in, in some kind of coherent form, you know, uh, some kind of coherent shape or form, you know. It's kind of like, what I'm trying to say is that like, in them circles of communities, there's a kind of a lot of, when, when new theories are brought forward it kind of causes a lot of chaos and a lot of upheaval in a lot of people's minds and a lot of people's egos get damaged so new ideas when they do kind of knock on the door and come forward you know they don't they don't let you in you know and that's what i think is interesting because like what kind of um with the internet for example you know the internet came along and it's give a rise it's give a rise to kind of a lot of alternative views and perspectives and a lot of kind of like um, some really intelligent people and some intelligent minds who wouldn't normally kind of have have the kind of the opportunity to speak in front of an audience or um, someone who kind of wouldn't normally be allowed in them kind of quote unquote kind of like academic circles and um and it's interesting because there is a lot of intelligent people who who um like some of the most intelligent people are some of the people who work in trades you know some people like like some of the conversations that i've had are someone who some of the like some of my friends are plumbers some of them are like um tilers some of them are like the you know the work work jobs and trades and some of them are more intelligent than all the people i've ever met who in in academia you know so um so it's interesting because like what's kind of happening now is that the world is given birth and it's given a voice to kind of people who have who have a different type of intelligence you know like not an intelligence that's kind of like being kind of trained to to think a certain way but people who've kind of an intelligence where people have kind of formed it through their own kind of pursuit of knowledge and um and, there's, and there is we're starting to see that there is a lot of more intelligent minds in terms of like how and have alternate perspectives and theories and bringing new interesting. Uh, perspectives to what the nature of this place is, uh, and it's interesting because what's happening now, as well is because this, because the internet's give birth to more people like this, um, they've had to they've had to create a term and push an agenda, calling people conspiracy theorists, you know, and it's interesting because um, I know a few of you, a few of you out there might might know this, but you know, the term conspiracy theorist was something that was created in uh, nineteen sixty seven in regards to Johnny, John F. Kennedy because it was used uh, by the CIA um, and they use it as a form of inversion to kind of like to, to stop people um, talking about an alternative perspective on on John F Kennedy's assassination. Um, anyone who kind of doubted their kill doubted the killer of John F Kennedy and if it was like anything else was involved so they used that as a word to kind of inv- used language to kind of uh, language spells to kind of um, discredit people if they were talking about certain things. And it's interesting because I I wrote this um, post the other day on my Instagram and I thought it was really interesting. Uh, And I wrote, I was talking about basically, I was thinking about the concept of being a conspiracy theorist. And um, I wrote, this is what I wrote on my my Instagram, but I said, um, being a conspiracy theorist is spending endless hours and years gathering as much information as possible from many different sources as possible and critically thinking about what the information means than having people who do nothing but watch tv tell you that you're crazy uh and uh, it is you know like it, 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 it is that that statement is true you know because you know i find that um a lot a lot of time is that a lot of people who are like kind of classed as conspiracy theorists are the ones who are spending endless hours you know like kind of researching on the certain topics you know um and kind of um shaping and their levels of discernment, you know, like they're taking information in and they're sitting with it, they're feeling it out, they're having like a malleability in their theories and they're able to move on, you know. But obviously, as you know, we just get called um a conspiracy theorist, you know, because it's easy to do that. It's easy to kind of label someone as something else and create like kind of a like a public appeal to that, which makes which weakens someone's argument or something, you know. Uh, there's also like a tactic that um that we've seen play out over the years as well, where we're kind of they try to kind of say for example if someone's bringing some really new information forward but maybe if they kind of have like a past where they've maybe said something that that seems a bit out like um seems a bit out there for example in terms of the public domain they'll kind of like say oh this is the guy who said this this is the guy who's the flat earther you know but they're they're not kind of like taking taken first hand the the new information that he's speaking about now you know he could have changed his mind on that but the the media will use these tactics to kind of discredit people you know they'll they'll use these word magic and spells to kind of like try and knock you off the scent you know like they'll try and uh, create a character assassination of a certain person to try and to try and knock you off the scent of them um and obviously it takes It takes obviously kind of. I know more people can kind of see through them spells now, you know, because because people are are kind of training their level of discernment, you know, around all these different topics, and that's why many of us and a lot of you out there are now more open minded because you are you have trained your your level of discernment to some degree, you know, and more people are are starting to do it, you know, um, but um, I think we are like um in this point in history where where the real world. Like, sorry not the real world but, well to some degree the real world but kind of the real world has kind of met this kind of um this met the kind of the stature of academia and these two worlds are kind of like coinciding now with one another and that's why they kind of have to ca- kind of because they at one time on the planet, you know, they could control these kind of singular forms, you know, because there wasn't many outlets for people to kind of to spread this information. And that's why to some degree now, because because the internet was birthed. And that's why I'm kind of like ha- kind of very happy that I came through this period in my life where, you know, I was able to kind of like research all these videos and research all these topics because it's a lot harder to do so now. You know, you really have to kind of, the, the algorithms are so grappled, you have to know where you're going for information, you know you don't get notifications on certain topics people are kind of um like conversations get censored and so much information now is getting graveled i've been actually um one thing i've been doing over the last few days i don't know if anyone's seen on my instagram but i've been kind of downloading a lot of um i've been downloading all the all the old conversations that are kind of from an esoteric point of view and a metaphysical perspective all the different videos and um lectures that um that have really kind of imprinted my consciousness and i feel that are of great importance and i've started putting them on a hard drive just so i can keep record of them you know because so many of them are going missing um because that information is kind of you know in terms of i know it's been going on for the last few years but in terms of kind of the online world we're kind of i know we're kind of um it's become kind of second nature now like when you see something when you see a certain controversial conversation it's being tucked down you know, you wonder why now it's not tucked down. You know, it's kind of spun on, its hel- on itself. You know, when the first first podcast got tucked down by someone, people were in uproar now, but it's just become second nature now. You know, we kind of expect them to take it down or we expect them to censor it. Um, and people are always constantly kind of like moving, um, having to move their content in other places or other forms and being more clever in how they present certain topics um, because of obviously the, the way the beast is operating. You know, it's like, it's basically we're, we've witnessed that kind of like burning of Alexandria, but in fi- in kind of like in physical form in our own lives to some degree, you know, because them stories were just kind of metaphysical, you know, we understood them for our soul, but now we've kind of seen them in physical form. You know, we witnessed them in terms of seeing videos get taken down and things like that, you know, so we're kind of, we all see what's going on. Um, and obviously something else is going to be birthed through that. That's why I think it's a beautiful time because it, it forces because what that does is, when you are faced with that darkness and that darkness that is trying to hold you down, what happens is, is when the darkness tries to hold you down, you it, you you naturally want to want you want want to come up. You know, it's like for example when you push a a, water, a ball underneath water, and you hold that ball underneath water, you know that water if you hold it under for so long, it just bursts to the surface. And I think that's what we're starting to see. You know, like on an individual level, people have been held down for so long that they are now burst into the surface. You know um but that's what that's what's happening you know um but like I say, it's just like more people are starting to to, to, to kind of to kind of um to, 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 to understand this you know but I, it's interesting because you know I, I do think that when you do get get beyond that kind of that social shame, it does create a sense of freedom you know like it, it gives you a freedom that you can operate like in your friends you can operate like at work, you can operate. whatever whatever shape or form it is you know you can complete like honor like your truth you know and it it creates a a great sense of freedom not only from like an academic point of view but in terms of like doing scientific studies but like in your own life the way you walk through life you know you can kind of you you know you know what you are you know what this place is you don't need anyone else to tell you any different and there's something really kind of empowering and beautiful to that and there's something really freeing in it you know And I think that's when it comes to the pursuit of knowledge. I think that's what it's all about. You know, it's all about you creating your own relationship with God. You know, like you don't need anyone outside yourself to tell you like, you know, what the shape of this place is. You know, people can like write in the comments and say like, you know, but like, you know, like people can say like, but I can see ships over the ships, ships disappear over the horizon. You know, but once you create your own, like once you like, once you go through your own veil of awakening in yourself, you know, your senses are telling you a story that's true to you. and, and most of the time you know them senses are telling you are telling you the right thing you know um but it's obviously you have to go on a journey to kind of unshackle yourself from that which many of us are starting to do it but that's why i I do understand to some degree why it is painful you know for for a lot of people to kind of look at reality in different ways you know um and it's interesting like because people will go like you know um you know for example when it comes to the flat earth argument you know people will go Oh no! They proved it 1,000 of years ago, you know, with like a, a little experiment, you know, or um, using an obelisk and a couple of lights, you know. Oh no! They 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 proved it thousand year, thousand years ago, you know. The Greeks proved it, you know. Uh, the Romans proved it, and then your people will say like, oh, when a when a plane goes over um, when a pl- when a plane goes over the over the planet, <laughs> it uh, <laughs> when a plane goes over the planet, get it, um. They have, to take in, uh, they have to take into they have to take in consideration the curvature of the planet, but no, they don't, you know, <laughs> they, they don't. And people say that about snipers as well. When snipers kind of have to take shots, uh, they have to take into consideration the spin and the momentum of the planet. Imagine that insanity. That no, they don't. Um, you know, everything's based on kind of like um, all the measurements within a, a plane or or uh, or or um, or a sniper is all taken into consideration that it's on a it's a it's a it's a flat it's a flat motionless surface which is really interesting it's interesting because the day i had a um i had a really kind of um uh interesting perspective on like i was watching this video on um the stars because you know like for example when you um there's a lot of experiments being done where kind of like if you if you do time lapses of the stars you can see how kind of like the like we're at the center of it and the stars are kind of moving around us and there's been loads of amazing time lapses done on that kind of um there's also been some really cool time lapses done in sense of like how some of the how some of the planets is um motions actually create geometric form as well but um in terms of like the planets and how the how the how the sorry how the luminaries are all moving around us I really tapped into this moment a day where i don't know if any of you out there have this feeling but sometimes in your life when you're walking through reality we have these moments where you're just like flushed with emotion or you really tap in you know and i was just like watching this video at a day where it kind of was like had some like nice music and it was kind of like showing the um like the kind of the experiments where people have been doing these amazing time lapses of how the stars are moving around in these like kind of these uh, sphere like patterns around us and i i really tapped into this feeling of like how how um how this how the like the magic of this place is is like is really being kind of like um hidden from us you know like because i think what 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 this knowledge does to me is that when you kind of go beyond the kind of go beyond kind of the 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 spells that we've been given and you really kind of like step into the higher mind and look at this place from a more divine perspective it does something to you you know like it changes it changes you like it really does It changes the way you kind of interact with reality like it changes the way you kind of look at the stars it changes the way that you kind of um it just changes you you know like from every single level you know metaphysically and physically and it's it's a beautiful thing you know and i think that's kind of the biggest thing that that um that's why this kind of this grand spell has been played on humanity because it's they don't want you to know like who you are you know they don't want you to know like what you're truly in um and and like i say i it's interesting because, you know, that's why I believe that, you know, a lot of time most people aren't challenging enough, you know, on their assumptions. You know, I think a lot of the time so many people live in like an echo chamber that it's easy and it's more comfortable to kind of stay in them in them communities, you know, stay in them circles. Um, but when people do go against like kind of their beliefs or, um, or they go against what they think. You know they, like i said before you know the sense you know they kick you out of civilization they kick the 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 um they uh you know they they call you like a, they, they they'll, they'll label you to some degree you know and they'll be they'll, they'll manufacture something where you where you where you can no longer operate within within the framework where where you can give information they all sense um but I think what the biggest thing that comes to in my journey, one of the things I've noticed is like kind of when it comes to like stepping through that part of yourself where you start seeing how this place is of a more divine nature, it starts kind of like leading you to the fact of like that we are the center of this, you know, and like we're not kind of just wandering in endless space and spinning around a million miles an hour, you know, we're much more important than we've been led to believe. And it does something really beautiful, you know, I've been looking into um, also as well, I've been looking into um, the Northern Lights. I don't know if any any out there have kind of done any research on the Northern Lights, but it's really really fascinating stuff. And um, there's some people doing has some really interesting theories around it. But from like a mainstream perspective, um, when it comes to the Northern Lights or the Auris uh, Borealis, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, scientists say the reason why the, why that phenomena phenomenon occurs is because it's a kind of a, um, an interaction between the sun and the Earth's uh, magnetic field under the end under the atmosphere and uh and obviously you know this my my intuition is telling me that that's kind of that's just a cop-out you know i believe that there's something much more deeper going on uh going on at, uh, in, in the northern lights uh, obviously at the north pole um because we're not allowed to go there you know and it's interesting when it comes to the north pole as well because you know the the when it comes to the north pole it's like the place where the compass like our comp- the compass like compasses are pointing to the place where we're not allowed to go you know which is interesting like has anyone ever thought about that that the compass is pointing to the place where no one's allowed to go you know and there's treaties telling people that they can't go there so to me that should that, sh- that should all already raise um a lot of um curiosity inside yourself you know because it's always in the, it's always the, it's always deep within the secret to have that curiosity. You know, if you if you're not allowed to, to look at something, or you're not allowed to, um, if you're being prevented by a piece of information, you always want to know what's there and what's going on. So that already must raise a lot of um, a lot of uh, alarm bells, you know. But it's interesting the other day because I was doing, I went on like a two, because this this is when you know that you're going deep down the rabbit hole. And I was actually I spent like two hours the other day just trying to like understand and look into how compasses work. And I still don't fully understand how they work, but I, but it, what was interesting to me is that what I do understand about it is that I know that for a compass to work, it require requires kind of like a, um, it requires a huge kind of um, a huge magnetic field or a magnetic pull or a magnetic energy for that compass to kind of be pointed in that direction. And it's interesting because when it comes to kind of like magnetic fields and magnetic energies, when it comes to like the work of kind of um. Uh, quantum mechanics and when it comes to like kind of um like the all the new discoveries on kind of like how energy operates in the universe um and how we all have kind of like a magnetic field like magnetic fields exist within like kind of like in the unseen world all around us like through our bodies you know there's we all have a magnetic field so it kind of like it's interesting because they say like when you look into the the, like the work of um when you look into the kind of like why compasses are kind of pointing to the north pole um, they speak about how um, how the, the magnetic um, North Pole shifts and changes over time in response to changes in the magnetic core, and it is. And they speak about how kind of like the it isn't kind of a fixed point. And it's interesting because for me that's kind of and I might be wrong with this, you know, I really might be, but it's because a lot of the time when you look at these topics, they, the the spells are always kind of they tell you a half truth, and they don't. And then it's like kind of there's also a little bit of truth in that too as well. And it's like kind of like they're telling you that the kind of the Earth's um, magnetic um core isn't fixed, you know? And it changes in response sorry, they're telling you that the um they telling you that the magnetic pole shifts, um, and it changes in, in response to the kind of Earth's magnetic um pulse pulsating in the Earth's magnetic core. And they're telling you that it's not a fixed point. But they're telling you that it's kind of like they're telling you that it's changing, you know, and they're telling you that the source of it's not fixed. And what that does to me, it kind of like makes me feel like that. It the reason why it's doing it for it is because it goes back to what I was describing before about dark matter. You know, they kind of like they label something because because it fits a coherent model that matches their current theory that they have, or it fits a current agenda that they have, or it fits a current spell that they want to play out. Um. So I'm not sure, you know, but it seems to me that 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 for me when I analyze kind of like the Northern Lights. Or the auris borealis it seems like to me that something's not quite fully adding up you know and like i said before it's interesting that when it comes to the northern lights you know every single year like these beautiful lights kind of emit from the planet that which within themselves just from like a, a visual perspective you know they look metaphysical within themselves you know like if anyone's like took psychedelics or anyone's had a metaphysical experience you know the the lights that you see in this from the auris borealis are, is like kind of the the colors in the spectrum that you see when you're in the kind of, when you when when you when you go beyond the veil, you know, when you break through the doors of perception, you know, these are the colours that you see, you know, like um, realer than real, and these colours are obviously emitting every single year from the, the northern part of the world, um, the North Pole, and we're not allowed to go there, you know, which is interesting, and the compasses point there, um, so I think that's really interesting to me, you know, but anyway, um. I'm just going to see if there's any comments because I've, I've got some other things I want to touch on as well, but I want to see what other people think. Someone said in the comments as well, Yanil Kadis said, Ignorance is bliss. I'm constantly thinking and wondering, putting things together and questioning the next thing. Sometimes I wish I wouldn't, but then again, grateful that I'm not stuck in a, a in a fake mess. Yeah, for sure. Um Someone said in the comments as well, also why the filmmaking technology is changing meaning special effects does suppose space change also suppose space walks have changed due to new filmmaking. It's obvious in the 60s they did. Yeah, that's really interesting because um, when it comes to kind of like, uh, that's a really good point because when it comes to um, technology, you know, they they didn't kind of expect that technology would move so fast in the way it did. So it kind of, we have like a lot of these kind of old space walks which are hilarious when you look at them now, like the the moon space, <laughs> space walks. And um the way the astronauts are kind of like tinkling around on the planet and stuff. On supposedly on the moon. And um, you know, special effects have kind of like developed so so much through technology. And now we can kind of really see through them riddles and spells, you know, like how they were really manifa- how they're really manufactured. Um so it's really interesting like how like kind of um and also people's understanding of kind of like photography and uh, cameras have got better. Um and our kind of general understanding for like how certain effects work Um people can like there's so many people now like but we live in a world of technology now where people you know have access to to um, supposedly better equipment than they had when they went to the moon but supposedly we can't go back now because um they've lost the they lost the little tape that uh, that was recorded over because um on one christmas evening and uh, little um little johnny hadn't had a christmas party and they wanted to film over the tape so uh, they decided to, to to not tape over the, the one of of, uh, of of Johnny's Christmas party, and they decided to fill it, record over the supposedly one of the most um, most uh, amazing things to ever happen to, to human evolution. So they decided to tape over um, the tape, which is just hilarious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 for another day. But um. Someone said I visited NASA. I visited NASA in two thousand twelve. Retired Colono got me special access. The place was a dump. Everything was water tanks and studios. Not what I expected. That's really interesting. Um. Someone else says in the comments. Joe says an Arctic treaty tells you all you need to know about the boundaries of our enclosure. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, like what? Why is it that you're not? Why is there being a treaty signed? You know. Um. To see that you can't go to the go to the place where the compass is pointing to, you know. It if, if that doesn't raise alarm bells to you, you know, like I don't know what I don't know what does, you know. Is it save the penguins? Are we trying to save the penguins? I don't think so. Do they care about the penguins? I don't think so. <laughs> or it's to save them it's save the animal life. Well they don't care about the animal life everywhere else in the world, do they? They don't care about humans, never mind the animal life. So do you think they care about the penguins? I don't think so. <laughs> I think the penguins have got more consciousness than uh, a lot of these uh, dark spirits that's operating and, and and running the spells of civilization and trying to keep us interwoven and wrapped in the webs of spells, for sure. But anyway, something else I wanted to speak about, I also wanted to talk about how, um, how like I said before, with me kind of like, you know, I always speak that, that it's important to kind of blend the two worlds, you know, it's important to blend the, the metaphysical and it's also important to blend the physical. And I believe that we're in a physical world because we're meant to be in a physical uh, domain right now, you know. Like I think the physicality, obviously from a spiritual level, um, provides um, so much richness to the evolution of our soul. I really do believe that. And it's, and there obviously seems to be an importance to this because we're here, you know. And our souls are experiencing the reality in which we experience and we're, and we're growing exponentially, you know. I know that I'm growing so much in terms of my level of soul in my own life. So there's a reason why we're here. But I, I believe that there's many i be, what i'm trying to say here is i believe that right now i feel like we're in a we're in such a beautiful opportunity which a lot of people don't talk about you know like like it's easy to kind of get swept up in kind of the negativity on what we're not being told but what we can see is that we have most we're living in a time now where where there's a huge kind of um where civilization is on a huge trajectory to completely be restructured and i believe that a lot of people haven't even like haven't even understand and seen it yet Um, and i believe that we're living in a, a great opportunity where you know people right now on a personal level get to kind of affect that power structure you know that we kind of that we don't that we disagree with and with that power structure that we can see that has been governing the planet for such a long time and i think the reason why that great reset is happening is because um because of the um immorality of the west you know i think for so long most of the world and this is me included too you know like i'm still breaking these spells to some degree as well but most of the world is being built upon these illusionary states of reality you know like a lot of these kind of like uh, we've so become so reliant upon um we've become we give so much of our power away and become reliant upon forces outside of ourselves it's actually become our own weakness and as you know where attention goes energy flows you know so so the beast of the system is always going to kind of it's going to give you what you want you know and that's why i believe that a lot of the time what we're actually starting to see come to the surface and what we're seeing mirrored is how our own kind of shadow our own sin has created the world in which we live in you know but as as, as we're going on a healing journey you know more of us are starting to like new realities are starting to emerge through our own personal law of attractions as we start working on ourselves we start you know not being trapped in the spells you know we because that's just like kind of the cycle of the of the abuser you know like when you're trapped in them traumatic kind of spells and you and you kind of like you 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 can't see like how you play a role in that kind of that abusive spell you know in that coherence of that abusive kind of relationship that's playing out you know it kind of traps you in that in that um in that thing like like a magnetic pull and that's what society does to a lot of people you know kind of casts these kind of illusionary spells so people kind of get stuck in the web, you know, and people can't see a way out. But more people are kind of obviously uns- are like starting to break that spell now and seeing it, seeing a different way and realizing that that um, that people who are kind of like, are more kind of organically connected and rooted um, have an ability to kind of prosper right now on the planet now. now. Because I, I really do believe that because I think what what's happening right now is we're starting to see um how you know commodities and real real value is starting to re-emerge you know like things of real value things that are actually of real value are starting to like are starting to now come to the surface where if you have these things of real value you know like if you have a water source if you have a well if you have food and if you have land you know these things are the are the, are the real commodities you know and i think i really do believe and like i'm going to say it again but i really feel like you know there is a lot of there is a lot of um like pain going on in the world you know there's a lot of kind of like negativity but we're in a world right now where we have the ability to switch that sovereignty on its head right now and um you know many of us can take our sovereignty back from many different forms and i feel like we'll have to grab a hold of it now before before it's too late you know um but i I really believe that we're in a really really interesting um perspective right now and i I believe you know that you know that the actual like apocalypse that's going on right now you know it's it's the it's the unrevealing of what actually matters you know like it's the unrevealing of like true value because you know like the word apocalypse apocalypse you know is a greek meaning that just means unrevealing you know like it's unrevealing what was already hidden and we're starting to we, we already knew the true value you know like the native americans the, the cultures of the past knew the true value you know that's why the americans try to like trick them and adopt them into their spells you know like trick them into trick trick the native americans into kind of um into going into going into a schooling system you know or we'll give you education like they still do that the native tribes now around the world you know we'll give you education we'll give you a house you know we'll give you this amount of income each 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 month you know to keep you casting the spell but um you know true true kind of power comes in you having sovereignty over over the natural elements you know and I think that's what's starting to, to kind of the real reset is the power shifting, you know, from the over-polarized West to kind of emerging, like, to kind of the sovereignty of individuals. And and it's not a time to be fearful, you know, it really isn't. It's not a time to be fearful right now because that is, if you, what, what that fear does, that fear is paralyzing. It takes you, um, it's also kind of the same presence, you know, like when people also, that consciousness, you know, when when, for example, you start trying to take your power back, for example, um, and you say, for example, I've seen this in my own life. You buy a piece of land, and um, people go, "It must be nice. It must be nice to buy a piece of land. You know, it must be nice to be able to to be to have f- uh, f- free will. <laughs> We've all got free will, you know. We've all got free will in our own lives to, to 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 try stuff. But people's like, it must be nice to be able to do this. It must be nice to be able to buy healthy food. It must be nice to be able to exercise every single day." but that's like a limit in consciousness. You know, you get, that's like a, a a very weak mentality, you know, to kind of think that way. But right now, you know, we all have an opportunity right now, um, to kind of, to be able to kind of be on the right side of what's going to be going down and what is currently going on, going down right now on the planet, you know? Uh, and like I said, it's not a time to be fearful. You know, I think we'll have an unbelievable opportunity, um, because we're getting to see now that we don't benefit from the illusions, you know. We don't benefit from all the spells that's being played. um You know, we once we get back to basics, that's when we can. We that's when um, when the, we can we can kind of create a good good foundation. But like I said, I really do believe that, you know, society is on a trajectory right now to be completely restructured, and I think so many aspects are starting to emerge and so many opportunities that we can move into as human beings and from a practical level you know that's why i think it's really important right now for people to start studying and learning new things you know like um like a new like a natural natural learn natural law learn a skill or a service um or a modality whatever that may be whether it's to do with like kind of self-healing or self-evolution whatever it may be finding like-minded people's one as well i think that's a huge big one now it's like you can find like-minded people in your area you know i think one of the most powerful things a lot of people don't talk about this um but kind of work out on kind of like on a, on a more local level um how we can slow down or navigate the uh the agenda you know because one of the things that i'm personally going to be working on over the next few years is i'm going to be kind of finding them right people who i know i can kind of coincide with and create like um like uh create kind of like local level structures and where we can trade we can barter you know where we kind of remove ourselves completely from that monetary system and i think more communities and more peoples are going to start doing this you know like we're we're already starting to see the emergence of how like how how um the true value in terms of like people who have skills people who um who know how to 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 operate like um how engineers and electricians and people like that are, are starting to, to kind of become people in society now it's starting to change like where it, where once in the past it was kind of like the the world of academia people would get loads of money but now it's kind of starting to switch and the people who kind of have skills and trade are starting to switch upon its head so like I said you know there's, an, there's a great opportunity if you if you have the skills you know and you put yourselves in the right position is that there's an amazing opportunity right now on the planet for people to to uh to kind of be on the right side of sovereignty you know i really do believe it and it's also having the fear as well and the courage to do for to go for something you know um because it's going to get an opportunity get to a point in perspective where we don't have an we don't have an opportunity to to kind of be tentative anymore you have to make a choice you know do you go one way or do you choose the other world and that's why i believe it's a it's a complete ultimate time right now you know um but I think as well, you know, we we'll get it. We we'll get an opportunity right now as well, where more people are already doing this. You know, in terms of like homeschooling, you know, people getting up. We're we'll getting an opportunity now to create new seeds for children. You know, in terms of like creating new um, societal and educational systems, and also a strategy for where you're putting your money right now as well. Like where are you putting your money, you know, like what are you, what are you, where's your attention going, you know? Because like I said before, where attention goes, energy flows. So where are you putting your money now? Are you buying things of practical use? Are you buying things that's going up? In, in real value like are you buying land are you buying chickens are you buying seeds uh, are you buying plants are you buying tools um you know things of real value you know uh, that's, that's what that's what that's what i've been doing you know that's what i'm that's what i'm moving into now as well you know and i think over the next um f- few years um you know things are going to be moving so fast you're going to be able to get to see like on a practical level how i'm how i'm doing that you know i'm not just going to be i'm not just I, i'm not just wanting to talk about these things you know i, I like putting these things in action. You know, and that's why I keep speaking about, that's why I always speak about the metaphysical. And I really, as you know, I love diving down the rabbit hole of the metaphysical. And I think it's such an importance and I'm fascinated by this realm. I know it's not what we've been told. And I know that um, that the nature of this place, place is much bigger than we've been told. But at the same time, you have to be rooted in the, in the physicalities of things, you know, you really do. Because if you're not rooted in the physicality of things, it, this world can run away from you. And there's an importance to kind of claiming your sovereignty from all levels, like metaphysically and physically. Um, And, you know, this place is the Garden of Eden, you know, already we can make it the Garden of Eden. We just have to, we've got all the people, you know, like we've got all the, everyone's got the skills. It just have to be kind of, um, kind of like put into the right, into the right fields, you know. Like, for example, like one of my friends the other day, because um, I've been learning a lot more skills lately. And I've been, like, trying to make the right connections, you know, like with plumbers and electricians, and I've been trying to learn skills from them and also getting tips on what certain, uh, what certain equipment I need to to even dig a hole, for example, or what t- type of equipment, what type of, like, um, what type of, what's the word, like, what type of, uh, like, fillers do I need to kind of be able to to, to root uh, um, bolts in a, in, a, in, a, in a, like, in a granite stone. Um how can I like move heavy, big heavy rocks of stone, you know, like uh, from a more like more of an organic approach, you know, not relying on big heavy duty equipment and things like that. So I've been trying to like uh, connect with different people and, and learn new skills. and what are what are kind of like the other day I went to, went to a per- person who I know I went to a person's kind of um uh, person I know has kind of like a a big kind of unit that's full of like building equipment and things like that. And what happened was is then um, when I was walking through his unit, I was, like, analysing in my mind, like, how, how, you know, we have all the tools and the equipment to kind of, like, really, like, to, we have the tools and the equipment to kind of really gain sovereignty on, a, on, a, on, like, on a personal level. But these kind of tools at the moment are kind of being, like, they're being directed in terms of, like, Babylon in society, you know. Like, they really are being kind of um, a teal to, to, to Babylon in society. But if we do kind of bring a bit more consciousness to it, um, we can, and uh, we kind of bring that in in sense of like spin it back on itself to uh, to, to 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 kind of like more more organic systems. Like for example, like an off grid community, you know, we can make something really amazing. Uh, thank you so much for that uh, uh, super chat, by the way. Really, really means a lot. Pints, yeah. I don't drink pints. I have pints of uh, coconut water but uh i really appreciate it though thank you but um yeah i'm lost me trailer the thought there but what i'm trying to say is uh is that um you know we're living in an interesting time now where we can kind of where we can kind of get on board and um put our attention put our energy into the right things you know and, and put ourselves in uh, put ourselves in the right position you know i really i really do believe that because if we look around at the world now you know the things that are going up in value are the things of real value you know lands triple and double You know, um, food's going up in price, Um, and you know, and I don't believe that there's going to be a a food shortage. I really don't, but I believe that there's going to be a a nutrition shortage. You know, I think we're always going to be able to buy foods of low quality. You know, I think they'll always be able to three D or modify certain or genetically modify certain foods and be able to kind of like keep you alive or sustain you. Uh, But that doesn't mean you're going to be healthy. But what there is going to be a shortage of, there's going to be a shortage of. Uh, of nutrition you know like real f- real foods because we can see how like the how the how the how how the babylon works in terms of like uh, in terms of kind of like genetically modifying crops in terms of like they modify the crops so much that that the, the soil just becomes depleted and becomes dead you know they like kind of like over the over um over kind of um over farm certain lands um and don't create like a wild ecology they just use it in a sense of just mass production and that mass production actually creates a cycle where where the soil actually no longer becomes fertile um so we can see we can see what's going down in terms of that you know um someone said in the comments buying crypto to live off grid yeah um like i say i'm crypto is an interesting one you know like i've changed my opinion many times on it um but for me, when it comes to crypto, I, I, I still feel like it's a, um, I know it's a side up, you know, a hundred percent know it is. And I know it's, you know, we like, it's interesting because like people say that crypto is kind of a step up to kind of to sovereignty. But it, it's interesting because crypto is more control, the most controllable uh, currency on the entire planet, you know, in terms of being able to be tracked and being able to see what you're, what you're spending, you know, um, it's not called the blockchain for nothing, you know, which is interesting. It's a block and it's a chain, uh, which is interesting, you know. Like, them word spells that go everywhere, you know. It's a block and it's a chain. Uh, but it's just another chain, you know, in my opinion. You know, it's not the way. Like, crypto isn't the way. Like, I've invested in crypto. Like, I've still got crypto now. Um, but it's not. It, I don't believe it's the way. I think you need an exit strategy with it. I 100% believe it. You know, I think it's just going to be another... course, there's going to be like um decentralized systems that are gonna that are gonna emerge and they're gonna um they're gonna help you know they're gonna help people in terms of sovereignty like course is going to be I, i can see crypto becoming like huge i really can like in terms of like in terms of a societal framework but i believe that it's going to be how crypto is mainly going to be used it's going to be used in a framework in terms of in terms of babylon in terms of the matrix you know and it's going to be used it's going to be even more easier to track and control you know and manipulate the human being so that's why i believe that uh you know if you are clever with crypto i know i know i talk to a lot of you out there who connect with me who are interested in crypto and i know a lot of you kind of some of you i know all you might not have the same perspective you know you might think i'm completely full of shit and that's fine like i say i've changed my perspective many times but um like Douglas said, it's all about control. Yeah, I it is. I really believe that. Um, but I think the ultimate path to go to. Um, yeah, someone said in the comments, the government are trying to control what you can buy with digital currency. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. They are. They, they already. They already can. You know, it's the most. what's one of the most traceable forms of currency on the entire planet. You know, the only thing that's interesting that's really not traceable is, is cash. You know, to some degree, that's why they want it. They want to stop cash. You know, because cash isn't traceable. Um, that's why certain. A lot of people have always want to kind of like operate in in uh, through through the means of cash because it because you can do dealings in different ways, you know. Um, but as the more that you go digital, you know, the more that you can be tracked and traced. But I do believe that people will like, you know, people will kind of like create like decentralized systems that do help humanity from all different forms. Like, there's no doubt to me that there is going to be kind of like intelligent people who are already trying to come to the surface and create like true decentralized systems but i think the majority of the the big ones that are in place now are not kind of are not doing that you know i also kind of have this kind of dilemma that at the minute in my life where because i have invested in certain cryptocurrencies in the early days and that's and i got in quite i've got in very early um and i didn't put a lot of money into it but um but obviously the de- cryptocurrency has developed because i kind of did see the patterns of certain things and I did have the downloads. I told told to to get in at the right time. And I haven't like I haven't done anything with crypto for the last probably two three years. Maybe I haven't like bought in or anything. But um, what's interesting to me is that I always seen it is what I was what I when I, what I was told through my intuition was that it was a, a means to something else. You know, it was a um, a means to kind of because I know loads of people who's who who bought bought like some some people I know has bought Bitcoin. And, um, you know, Bitcoin's got a certain point and they've sold it already and they've, they've moved that into land now. You know, they've bought cows, they've um, they've bought tractors, they've bought diggers, you know, uh, they've bought gigantic polytunnels, you know. So I, I do believe that we can use the matrix to some degree to to transmute this energy into positive stuff. But for me at the moment, there's this kind of this dance at the moment and be between like, like keeping keeping kind of like, because i know like it's hard to explain but like when you're on the journey of kind of like analyzing everything that you do and how you operate you realize that you're a part of the beast too so at the moment i'm trying to like think like i know fundamentally that crypto is not the right way but i've still got certain things in there you know so it's like i am i like so i'm trying to like measure that line within me with me own self you know but I, but what I, like i say the key right now is in my opinion is to have a, a, a is to have a strategy in terms of where is your money flowing you know where's your money going if you want to invest in crypto make sure you have a plan you know like make sure you have an exit strategy because that's what i've certainly have you know and i've stuck to that um and i'm still sticking to my exit strategy what i have with it um you know don't like don't don't move when someone else tells you you know like in life you know like always go through your own intuition and 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 play your own game Uh, and that's what i'm doing you know i'm I have an exit strategy with what I have and I'm going to move it at the right time and I'm going to invest it in the right areas, you know. And I think that's what, I think what a lot of these different forms are, if people are attuned and open, you know, like I said before, we can use the matrix to create new systems, you know, so many people now are like able to get into the sovereignty, you know, like at one time on the planet, so, so many of us, like, you know, they just wanted you meditating, you know, like it's not good enough just to meditate anymore, you know, the course meditation has an importance to it. But we need kind of like um, we need like uh, we need people coming from all different perspectives. you know we need people who are sp- who who kind of like uh, have a higher consciousness when it comes to economics. You know we need a high- people who have a higher consciousness when it comes to grown food. We need a higher conscious consciousness when, when it comes to the schooling system, when it comes to the health system. And now we're getting an opportunity because we're living in a really beautiful time in my opinion. Because it's not all doom and gloom. Like I said before, it's a really beautiful opportunity for us to kind of... To, to do something really good. And like, put yourself in the right position. Re- make the correct moves in your life now. And we get an opportunity for the conscious people to um, to to seize real power back, you know. And then build society through them frameworks. 100%. As Bob said, 100% control and carbon footprint digital currency. um. Yeah, someone said it. Yeah, that's a good point. Someone in the comments said, they're trying to ba- trying to persuade people to buy Metaverse land. Yeah, it's nuts. I got to say, I mean, you know, that's that's the thing, you know, like we know that's what they want to do, you know. They want to try and it's all about kind of like siphoning your energy away from the true forms, you know, like they create, like, for example, they create these digital worlds for us to kind of to dance in and play in and keep the monkeys happy, you know, while, while the p- true power structures you know are buying all the commodities you know they're buying the energy you know they, 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 they're getting the oil you know they're getting the food lines they're buying all the land you know so always watch where watch watch what the big players are doing right now you know and and the things that are of real value of the things that are of real value the organic things you know the things that are fundamental to life you know so if we can grab a hold of them in a conscious manner and we don't need to be greedy with it you know we can you know, there's enough land for everyone. There's enough kind of like, you know, there's enough land for everyone to have their own homestead, you know. They say that the world's overpopulated. But has anyone ever flew over a planet, or over a, over the planet? <laughs> has anyone ever flew flew over the planet? And uh, seen how much land's out there, there's so much land for everyone, you know. Um, but that's what they don't want you knowing, you know. But now's the time to get on it, you know. Now's the time, in my opinion, to, to purchase land um, or get together with a community of people and create something. it is. Um, Someone said they did say the same with the tribes who lived in the rainforest, the poor people after they suffered a form of depression. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was saying before about how the spells go deep line with the Native Americans. You know, that's what they did, the Native Americans, you know. They knew that the Native Americans didn't want to adopt the Western life, you know, because the Western life was terrible, you know. They knew it was sickness, you know. And it's like the old famous uh, quote by um, I can't remember the famous uh, Native American again. I can't remember who's called. and put it in the comments. But there's a famous uh, quote by a famous Native American who says like, "You can't buy the sea. You can't buy the air." You know. And I think the mechanistic world wants to kind of do that to some degree, you know. Um, Douglas says, "Does anyone?" else thinks something big is around the corner next 10 years good or bad yeah I, I do like i say i think there is something there is there is going to be a split like 100 there is but it's an opportunity like i said before it's a huge opportunity for it's not doom and gloom you know because the fear is a frequency you know they want you pulled in that fear frequency you know that's like the, the, the true frequency of this planet is that when, when this planet operates by fear, in the spirits who are influencing this too as well, like the like the lower, lower dimensional spirits who are influencing through the world leaders, you know, they understand that this place has to be pulled into a state of frequency for them to maintain and uh, oper- be able to operate and still kind of coincide with the earth realm. Because if the earth realms like, uh, like frequency gets to a certain perspective, I know frequency is not the right word, but if the condition of the earth gets to a certain perspective, then the spirits can't operate in here anymore you know they can't still meet their earthly addictions you know so that's why the frequency has to be pulled down so that's why i keep saying like it's it obviously is good to kind of like literate and and uncover the spells and and dive into the darkness but also realize that we have an amazing opportunity right now you know and uh, we have an opportunity to take our sovereignty back 100 percent. but what i do believe is um like joe said in the comments probably is fake alien invasion. yeah one of the things that i've started to do though is like you know I, i've started to um something really interesting happens when you start stop like stop worrying about what they're going to do like stop focusing on what they're going to do to you and you start focusing on what you're going to do um something really big happens and i've noticed it in my life over the last especially over the last year, one year since i've bought land and i've been starting to plan and prep and I've been kind of like really simmering in the information of like, how can I take my sovereignty back in terms of my laws, in terms of um, every aspect, you know, like obviously what we've just gone through the last two years has really kind of um, really given me a kick up the arse, you know, it really did. I think it's given a lot of people a kick up the arse and, um, and I think it's been all positive, you know, like I can't even actually think of anything that's been negative or what's gone over the last few years you know, nothing has been negative, it's all actually had a positive reaction in everyone's life, lives, and it's give people the wake-up that we all needed, it give me the wake-up, you know, Um, but I think what's coming is, is that we're going to see a shift in terms of, like, sovereignty, you know, like we really are, like, more people are going to be able to kind of not be reliant on the beast, and it's not going to be, like, What I think what we kind of like imagine it's going to be this kind of this big metaphysical kind of moment where everyone just kind of wakes up one morning and you're in a different reality and you're in the Garden of Eden. It's going to be a slow, gradual process of people taking their sovereignty back from every single level. And I think that's what we're going to see. Like, um, and even the sense of like, I know there's loads of like sub realities in terms of communities are going to form. And we're going to see people kind of governing themselves in different ways, people creating their own countries, which we are starting to see that to some degree. It's not going to be an easy ride. That, of course, it's not. I've witnessed it myself. I know there's going to be a lot of disparity between that, and there's going to be a lot of traumas and a lot of emotions that's going to come up and create these kind of like these kind of like these new sub communities, if you want to use that word, or sub realities, whatever word it is. And there's going to be a lot of kind of like work that has to be worked through. That's why I think it's always important to heal yourself first, because if we heal ourselves and we continue to keep healing ourselves, when we transition over into these different modalities and different ways of living. It's gonna be a lot, um, a lot easier to do to do so, you know. Um, but it's gonna be, but what I do see is that we're gonna see the the true awakening is gonna be, it's gonna be many different people taking their sovereignty back from every single level. Um, Dave said, read Chief dan george books native indian cool stuff i will check that out i love them stories i love i love the stories like the the native american it's always like really pulled me in the stories of the native americans it's interesting like in in the past when it comes to native americans uh, there's always loads of stories about how um in the time of like um when the native americans were kind of being attacked and they were having like kind of a having a lot of kind of wars and stuff in their kind of way of life was being threatened. It was interesting because uh, what would happen is that the Native Americans would like would capture a soldier, and the soldiers, like the white man, wouldn't in the end w- wouldn't actually want to leave the Native Americans. He actually had to be forced to go back. So he was actually kidnapped initially, and he wouldn't go. He didn't want to go back to to civilization, which is really interesting. Uh, Douglas says, "Dan, I left uh, a high-paying career early last year to look for a better life with things and people that matter. Definitely put things in perspective. Having the time." Of work allowed me to sit back and think of what I really like wanted from life yeah definitely 100% it did like so many people uh you know were like kind of like really forced into certain situations and it made us kind of it put a lot of people in a fight or flight but it also created a lot of strong people and I think the war already was a lot of strong people um um but obviously we're kind of a lot of us were still sitting too much on the fence you know and um, that's what I believe that what's happened over the last few years, you know, like the big metaphysical like event that kind of the Mayans predicted and the great awakening, you know, like it was kind of not what we expected. It was like, it's it's quite funny from a, like a universal perspective that it was in the form of like what we've just seen, you know, with the what we've just gone through. I'm not going to say the word, the C word. Um, but what I'm saying is that what we've just gone through is like that was the that was what the Mayans predicted, you know, it was like this world where like all of our beliefs would be challenged. And I'm just glad that there was enough, there was enough of us. Um, and I know it's still kind of like that, they're still trying to hold on to some degree, but I'm just glad there was enough of us that kind of, that saw through the matrix, you know, and saw through the spells and held their ground in their own way, you know, not violently held the way, you know, but like, cause that's not the right way, but held the way by just saying no, like, no compl- like non-compliance is the key, you know, we already know that like the spells that were put out, you know, like, like the... The, there was no law lo- there was no the real laws it was just there were just mandatory spells you know um there were suggestions you know for you to like carry out certain things but it all showed us that this whole place is hilarious when you really see it you know and we do have a lot more sovereignty than we think it's just a case of like challenging certain aspects and having the you know having the desire and having the courage to like say and stand completely stand in your sovereignty and stand in your truth and say i'm not doing that you know, because when Douglas was saying before, like, a lot of people don't know this about me, but I left my job because, in like, in the middle of the C word, I left my job. Be- um, you know, I was already on the trajectory to doing it, but it really forced us because, um, you know, I had other plans to stay there a little bit longer. But, you know, every single day I was being combated with that energy of, like, certain things that I didn't agree to. And I stood in my power, stood in my power, and it got to a point where I just felt my energy was just... It, I had to, like... I, and I was in a position where like I just yeah, I couldn't kind of like, because it, it's a frequency, you know, like every single day if your energy is getting pulled and you having to defend yourself every single day, you know, your energy gets depleted and you no longer be able to focus on things that you actually want to create. You start creating the reality that they want to create. So I decided to take myself away from that and create my own reality so I can focus more attention on my reality. And I think that's what more people got to do, you know, more people got to kind of analyze certain aspects inside themselves and reshape their lives and ways and see things that they actually didn't need and see things that they could they could have had more of like they need that they actually can have more of that's better for them um dave said they traded blankets with the natives um and they got a form of tb hospital that was evil yeah i remember that story yeah I can remember reading that story a few times you know but that's that's the that's how deep that's how deep the darkness has to go you know the the, the interesting thing is about the darkness on the planet is that once you start seeing through the spells when you operate operating f- like in darkness and when you when you um when you have a low soul condition you have to work so hard to maintain the spells and maintain the lies in your life but when you operate from truth you don't have to do that you know because things just happen really fast and organically um you know I know in my life when I have started to become more authentic and I heal myself and work on myself and I operate 100% from truth you know if anyone anyone knows me around around me in my own personal life they'll tell one thing that will tell us tell you about me is that I always operate from 100% truth at all times I'll always tell you how it is I'll always tell you my current truth and I'll not lie to you Um, and if there's something really special to doing that you know because it does something to you when you really embody that in reality and you're allowed to completely embody your truth and you don't care what people think you know you You know, not to hurt people, but you just embody your truth from a from a loving perspective, Um, and something really interesting, something really interesting happens. You know, Um, I'm going to go back to some uh, previous comments. CG has said before as well. Absolutely, too many too many label themselves and have beliefs. I used to myself, but have moved away from all that. I don't have any beliefs, just observations. Yeah, that's what I was saying before, like, about the, it's just so easy to kind of, like, to to get, to go, to jump from one, like, to label yourself as one thing and jump into something else. And that's why I think it's always important. And I know more people, more of you out there doing it now, but just kind of, you know, being open to, like, not be rigid in your beliefs, you know, um, 100%. Yeah, Douglas said as well before. I noticed that the more educated someone is, the more brainwashed they have been. Hundred percent. I think there's a there's a complete difference between uh, like uh, the pursuit uh, intellectual intellectualizing something versus feeling something, and also from like a spiritual path as well. There is like there's huge differences in that too. Um, you know, like for example, you can intellectualize like the the divine truth. So you can intellectualize kind of the the, the principles and the laws of the universe or the laws of God. Um. In the, it'll only get you so far, you know, by intellectualizing it, but it gets to a perspective where you have to start to get to get to ascend even higher. You have to start feeling, you know, you have to start feeling the truths. Like, for example, intellectually, I can intellectualize the fact. Imagine if, like, I'm being nasty to someone right now. I can intellectualize that fact a bit afterwards that that, uh, that wasn't the right thing to do, you know, it caused this reaction in someone. But it gets to a point in the journey where you move beyond intellectualization and you move to feeling it. So you don't even you don't even like um, need to like intellectualize it up here. Instantaneously, it gets to a point where you can develop an awareness, like instantaneously, like the speed of sound, if you want to use that word, where you feel it on your body. You know, you feel it through your senses that that wasn't the right thing to do. And there is a huge difference between uh, intellectualizing something versus feeling something. And I said this in the last podcast. But that's why kind of like, that's the difference between kind of like having a mechanistic mind. And there's nothing wrong with that. Both are important. It's, it's really important to still be, to still have a, um, an intellectual understanding of the world. But it's more important to be rooted in the senses and the feeling and the, in the emotional plane and the emotional world. Because it that's where the true information is, you know, and that's where the, where the true communication resides. And I think once you're kind of like, move into that you know, like I said before, you don't need anyone to tell you, like, what this place is, you know, because you, you, you feel it, you know, you feel in your world, and if you feel the world in a different way, you don't intellectualize anymore. Um, someone said in the comments as well, why do all the f- f- astronauts have to be Freemasons, regardless of which countries they come from? Yeah, definitely. It's interesting, I always remember, like, you know, the moon landing where, um, like, all the astronauts were, like, lined up. This is one of the things that kind of, like, one, like there's so many things that wake us up on our journey and, like, kind of, like, raise the alarm bells. But I remember when um, all the moon, like, uh, all the astronauts were all kind of lined up at that table, the famous, uh the kind of famous, like, talk on YouTube. And it was, like, they, they were all, like, kind of supposedly done carried out the most amazing feat in human history. And they were all just miserable. Like, just all miserable, just, like, with their heads down, you know. And you could see right through the spell there and then that they hadn't that they hadn't been there. You know they'd been in the they'd been swimming in the in the in the in the pool at, at the Hollywood Boulevard Hotel <laughs> and swimming around in the pool with the costumes on. <laughs> it's interesting as well, like how um how how a lot of um there's like a lot of kind of like people have uncovered this on YouTube, but like when when they say that the astronauts are in space and they're kind of like floating through like, the swimming in water and stuff, you know, which is really interesting. Like, they're using huge, gigantic swimming pools to kind of mimic um, the supposed movements of gravity in space, you know. But also, as well, like, you know, they have, like, a lot of these, like, facilities now where, like, people can even go and, exp- like, supposedly experiment, like, weightlessness in space, you know. Like, they have these systems where they turn on... Like, you can actually go into these physical, like, um, like, kind of, like, museums, for example, of, like, uh, NASA, like um, of NASA... And you can go into these kind of like these weightless um, kind of spaceships or uh, rockets, whatever you want to call them, and you can experience that weightlessness in space, you know, and see what what supposedly what it feels like. So we we know that they can replicate that on a on a micro level. So and we can see the money that is also put in all these Hollywood films in terms of like how they have special all the money they can spend on special effects and things like that. So we know that this that um that that grappling can go go on to to a really high extent. But you have to keep asking yourself, why does that gravel go on at some high extent, you know? Why is it, because like I said before, I don't know, like, what the nature of this place is, you know? I don't fully understand what it is, but I know what it's not, and I know what we've been told to complete lie. And and I think that that does something to you, you know, when, like, when you start analysing the perspective that you can see beyond them aspects, you know? Someone said the time lapse dawn in Antarctica of the sun are very interesting. What is actually going on? Someone said something really interesting to me the other day. Um, and I mean, like I said, it's, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't really th- well, like dived over it too much, but it's just an interesting observation. So I like them observa- interesting observations to think about, especially when like you can observe them yourself. And someone said like uh, the you know when like rainbows are formed in the sky. Someone said um rainbows kind of look like the firmament you know like the way the shape when you get like a pure rainbow going across the like the sky sometimes you get a double rainbow with someone said it looks like the firmament you know which is really interesting that's like i say it um but what i was going to say before when i got off track i was saying about why why would they kind of why would they lie you know people say why would they lie because it is it is kind of like trying to take us away from our true nature you know like our true divine nature of what we truly are um because if they, if they can if they can keep you dumbed down and, and make you think that you're just kind of like uh if you make you think that you're insignificant you know you and you're not connected in in, in that process kind of make you think that you're like a more mechanistic creature then it, it keeps you um keeps you divided from from the divine principles of this world you know but that's what um that's why i think it's interesting because like no matter what topic you look into it always leads you to to the nature of this place you know it's like the nature of the self it's like this is what we're here for you know it's like and that's why many of us have that curiosity with inside of ourselves and with many of us have had it from from our whole lives because it's who we are you know you can't hide us from what we are you know they want to try and do it but in a sense, that's why I think it's important to have greatness for have gratitude for NASA, you know, because they make it more interesting, you know. Like they're not gonna stop your your ascent, you know. No one can stop your ascent. No one can stop your connection to that to the to the high might to the high mighty, you know, to God. No one can stop you, but they'll they'll try and deflect you from it, you know. They'll try and pin you down and hold you and push you into that corner and and make you kind of as you're on that ascent, you know. They'll try and knock you off guard or they'll try and like pull you back into that frequency, but. No one can stop you because the fact that you've already started to nudge that part of your soul, it's like there's, n- there's no going back, you know. Um, someone said two methods an airplane dips and falls, also mass- massive upward propellers with upward wind to take them look at, w- at weightlessness. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Well, we've seen experiments done before 100% where you can just use propellers to um, to create weightlessness. Of course, of course, you can, you know. We've seen loads of different forms of where you can, like, use certain. Um, where it is directed in certain ways where it can create that weightlessness, you know. I'll tell you one thing I haven't done for a while, actually. I haven't done a float tank for a while. I don't know if anyone has done a float tank. Um, I was doing that quite a while, actually, like going into float tanks. Really fascinating to me, float tanks. Um, and experimenting with that. I used to do sometimes do, uh, like, two or three-hour uh, floats um, where you just go in a sensory deprivation tank and you just feel the weightlessness of it. And... Um, and, you know, like, it, it, you know, it was just so, so it was just such an interesting perspective to be like, like that's what the, that's what the cool thing is about, like the kind of the, the human realm that we're in, that we can use technology to some degree to kind of like aid in the process of like getting into these deeper states of consciousness. And you can actually just like go into like a have like a thousand pounds of Epsom salt in this kind of like this space container. And you can go in and play some like transcendental music and just like float on the surface, you know, in your physical meat suit. And I think there's, there's something mad about, like, this place at times when you, like, think about the essence of that. Like, we're piloting these meat suits and we get experience reality, you know. Um, someone said, um, Douglas said, we know planes run on air, right? Yeah, that's interesting. That's um, I've been looking at that a bit lately as well. That's interesting. Um, yeah, so just to, like, describe that one, just to, an interesting theory. Like, I haven't – I'm not, like – i'm not saying i'm rigid in it or i'm not saying that it's 100 percent true but it has been surfacing a little bit of how people say that planes actually run on air because um and it's in terms of, like my understanding of it is just to quickly break it down someone can like someone can put in the comments if i'm wrong yeah uh, but it's to do with uh like the t- in terms of like Mathemat- mathematically like when you actually look at how much fuel is actually required for a, for an aeroplane to, to what what's supposedly in terms of what they say what a plane requires to kind of how much fuel a plane requires to kind of move from one place to another uh, the, the f- fuel that they, that's required is completely surmountable like it, it needs so much fuel and it would um it, the, the plane just hasn't got the capability to carry that amount of fuel which is interesting if someone I don't know if someone can put in the comments of how much it is. Cause I'm sure someone knows, but it's a crazy, it's a crazy number. It's like sometimes these like these things when you like, they just get bypassed sometimes, but when you analyze them, it's like, yeah, that doesn't add up, you know. It's like when they say that how the distance of the sun, you know, but like when we observe when we like they say the sun is seventy two million miles away, but when we ob- observe it with our own eyes, you know, our senses are telling us that it's not seventy two thousand million miles away, you know. Um, there's many things like that, you know, when you take it back to the level of senses, you can you can sense that it's not uh someone's uh joe said i just i read it i read a book that said we have developed from spiritual beings to plant beings and we are now and we are animals in the base layer separate from from the higher realms yes yeah, so, well i I'm, i I know for a fact what i am <laughs> i know i'm a spiritual being having a human experience that's 100 percent, and uh, no one no one will ever be able to tell me otherwise of, of, of that you know um i know that what all um human beings um sorry spiritual beings in human form there's no doubt to me on that you know i think when you get to feel this you know you get to develop this relationship and you get this it's like because when i'm what's interesting to me is like on my journey is like you know i knew like i was i I knew there was more you know to who who we are i knew that we when we leave this realm we don't die but i didn't fully i didn't fully embody it and i didn't fully understand it and that's because i didn't have kind of the experiences that kind of matched that you know, I wasn't ha- kind of having the big metaphysical experiences in the early days of me awakening. You know, I was aware of it, and I was reading all the books, but I wasn't fully having them ex- them true transcendental experiences. Um, but you know, my whole life, honestly, um, I'm not just saying this one my it must be nice to be this, because everyone else says it must be nice to uh, to be uh, to have a transcendental experience. But um, in my life lately, it's, my life is just one walk and transcendental experience. You know, like it really is. It's like and i never i never thought i'd ever like be able to understand that and i don't even know what's to come because if the levels are here already what they're going to go to because i believe that i'm still just like a little child you know and i've still got so much more to go and um, but um you know one thing i've noticed is that the, my whole life becomes a metaphysical experience you know i've just be able to kind of i, I can't I can't operate anymore without 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 seeing what it is you know like i can't without seeing the law of attraction that turns up like when someone turns up it's a wound within me or someone reflects a certain aspect within me you know or um or you know like it's hard to explain but it's like i get to see that the true divine nature in everything and everyone now i get to feel people's emotions you know um like positively and negatively Uh, and you know i get to feel spirits you know like i get to feel spirits operating all around us and i'm still learning that i'm still getting more used to it um but it's like you know you can feel spirits you know like in you if you tap in you can feel when they're around you you know and a lot of the time you can also feel them when like um when spirits are influencing people like for example when people are kind of intoxicated or or like kind of um in addictive patterns you know like they really come through in them states but i 100 know that this place is is divine and uh, it's it's much more magical than we've ever been led to believe. <clears throat> mm. Someone said they 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 say they 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 say a bee shouldn't be able to fly, but it does. The bee doesn't know that though. I that's an interesting theory about the the, the theory of the bee. However, uh, bee's kind of um aerodynamically like for example it, that it's an interesting story that as well like how aerodynamically so there's an interesting story about a bee don't know if anyone knows this but how um a bee went to kind of um so aerodynamically a bee shouldn't be able to fly but then that bee goes to kind of university and they teach it about air they teach that bee about aerodynamics and they tell that bee that it can't fly it shouldn't be able to fly and stuff and then the question is is that when that bee then comes out of the university because it's been taught that it aerodynamically and physically shouldn't be able to fly yet it still defines defines them laws normally after the doc, indoctrination of going into the universities and being taught aerodynamically that shouldn't fly does that be then fly out of the university or does that be um walk out of the university <laughs> that's the interesting question because we a lot of things in life are from belief systems you know like how how many things within life are from beliefs uh and it is it is interesting um because you know the placebo works like that you know we all know that you can heal yourself through just through just through intention and through through changing your changing your internal environment you know um you know that's how the placebo effect works so beliefs are fundamental play a fundamental role in this reality from every single area you know people can people act out through beliefs you know people do bad things through beliefs so um, that's why our beliefs are always being trained. You know, like the spells go always, always deep. Um, I don't know if anyone's got any any more interesting questions. I'm not, can't really see any more at the bottom. I've tried to scroll through some more at the top, but I'm I'm willing to stay on here for a little bit longer. Like I said before, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm just about to. Today I've just been kind of like preparing loads of off-grid stuff, ready to go, to kind of go off-grid, and it's, it's been a it's been a challenge trying to get it all lodged into the into the into the van. That's for sure, hundred uh, percent. Someone said in the comments, "Human cloning." Donald Marshall thought, um, "I've definitely seen a lot of information on human cloning. Cloning. I, I definitely believe that it's possible." It's interesting. It's like someone said something funny to me. He said why is it? Someone said to me, why is it that when everyone, when all these celebrities get cloned, they all they all get uh, they all come out with blonde hair, <laughs> which is really interesting. What's uh, the guy who? Um, there's a guy who like um, who who was really interesting to me. Um, I used to like his music as well. He wrote under the dome. I can't. Remember. His name's not coming to mind now. Um, I'm sure people will be able to put in the comments of what his name is. Uh, but he wrote the album called Under the Dome, and I—it's I, a—it's a really good album. And he wrote an album about the firmament and stuff like that. And um, but he was like spit spitting loads of truth about like alternative perspectives on reality. Then one day his, his whole Instagram got deleted. Yeah, B O B—that's what someone put. Yeah, B O B, and uh, his Instagram just got, got completely wiped and deleted. And uh, he come out with um, blonde hair. And uh, everyone said he was cloned, and it's interesting. Like in uh, how a lot of uh, how a lot of people, how a lot of uh, celebrities, uh, spitting truth one minute and then they kind of like all of a sudden they just kind of they don't know more. You know, it's really mad. um Someone said, "I can't wait to see your videos about working on your land." Yeah, definitely. I like I said i am going to be vlogging the the process. You know, I'm going to be doing weekly vlogs of the process and kind of like giving inspiration to people. You know. Um, but I, I just feel like it's got to be done, you know. Like, there's obviously this fears this that come up with it, you know. Of course there is. Like, it's a, you know, it's a lot easier for me to kind of... It would have been a lot easier for me just to kind of, like, stay and pick up a, a wage every single week, you know, and do the healing work and just, you know, live out an existence in, in the Matrix, you know, and be able to, to, to fulfill a happy life, you know. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. I've done that for such a long time. But I just... Something changed within us, you know, and it's like... You know, like the... S- the switch inside of us changed to try and to try and do something different, and that's what I wanted to do. And I just think that's where the, I think that's where the ultimate sovereignty comes from. You know, is that when we take back our powers from all, all levels that we're being we're all being called upon that right now. I, I really believe that. You know. Um. Someone said Dave Chappelle definitely a clone. I can say it's clear, it's there both visually and body language. I think you can. It, it doesn't even matter. I think half of the time, even if someone isn't a clone, you can already tell like emotionally if you just like sit with yourself and feel someone how they speak and how they present themselves you can feel if someone's like where's someone operating from you know because to some degree we don't even need to be cloned um because we can all be like kind of most people are already running on a program most people are already kind of um running a script you know most people are already kind of like being over by spirits or operating from the lower nature you don't, most people don't even need to be cloned, you know, like people are already to some degree are not even being the true self, you know. Um, someone said as well, Joe said, some of the videos where news readers start uh, malfunctioning are strange and funny. I've never, I've never seen any of them, never seen any of them at all. But anyway, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much for everyone. It was a really awesome one again. I hope you liked that one. I just wanted to have a bit of a ramble and uh, I thought it was a cool one. And next, day, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm just about to, uh, I'm just about to head off um on the road so but, but then eventually um i'm definitely i've got them i want to i want to speak about a topic in a few weeks time that i've been starting to put my notes together in my mind and start to kind of like basically what it, what it's what it's going to be about is i want it to, it's a it's going to be a really deep metaphysical podcast where i kind of like um bring forward some like interesting perspectives along the journey of what i've been learning in terms of like um, metaphysically and things that i've been feeling and things i've been interacting with like spiritual attacks and things like that so i really want to go kind of really deep um in terms of like the metaphysical in the next live so i hope you come along for that and i'll um and we'll see where the ride goes and what, what i uncover before then anyway but anyway i love you all and um and i'll catch you in the next one whenever that is and also um if you can as well uh, i know i don't mention this enough as well but um if anyone um interested in any personal coaching and anyone needs like someone to bounce ideas off or anything like that um, i'm more than happy to to help out I, I work with a few people who um who listen to the podcast now and um you know if the if you want any help on emotional work trauma work or you just want some a friend you can bounce ideas off i'm more than happy to offer that service and uh help people you know Anyway, that's all I'm going to say. I love you all. Have a good one, and um, I'll catch you in the next one, whenever that is. Big love.
1: There is a. High- built out of stone Skin I climb